0: Let Freedom Trip is a self help podcast. Flying K is not a doctor. Flying K has zero medical or mycology background. Flying K is just one unique individual surviving on planet Earth. Please use psychedelics responsibly. They are not meant to be abused. Let Freedom Trip is Flying K's spiritual journey of awakening and embodying his true highest path. At the end of the day, we are all connected. Flying K is here to help guide us throughout our journeys through his own storytelling. I know how appreciative Flying K is to the energy and light you show his way, from the student in me to the teacher in you, and vice versa, from the teacher in me to the student in you. Namaste. And a little disclaimer here from Sarah at Interstellar Astrology. The power belongs to you, and it lies within the well of internal resources that we all carry. The chart is merely an owner's manual for our personality. We are the owner's of the personality. We carry the power of how we wield this personality in this free will universe. So please remember to use your power as responsibly as you possibly can, not to hand it over to anything or anyone outside of you. Cheers.
1: Freedom Trip, a podcast about raising your vibrations, tearing down, kicking through, smashing in the stigmas of psychedelics and spirituality. Episode 11, trip number 11, 11, 11, How I became a tarot card reader. How I became a tarot card reader. How I became a tarot card reader. I was in Omaha, Nebraska on a work trip, and I decided to get a tarot card reading. The overall message from that reading was the deity Santissima had a message for me. 3 five, 2022 connecting with Santissima was the intention of this trip. The plan, nine o'clock, eat the mushrooms, Listen to the Harvest Moon record by Neil Young. Meditate. Light rose incense. Lots of candles. Connect with Santissima. The dose, 3.5 grams of a chocolate bar. As I was meditating, I entered a warm hole that was full of purple. And the incense and the candles in the room was creating a color of purple. Purple was all I could see. At the end of the wormhole, I found myself in a room full of mirrors. Yet I couldn't see my reflection. Mirror number one opens up. And it looks like a police interrogation room with a table and a spotlight on the table. I walk over to the table and there's a deck of cards on there. The deck of cards is blank and there's a piece of paper. The piece of paper says, Divination tradition teaches us that all sacred paper is capable of holding energies, intentions, and gathered knowledge. From that tradition, it is important to prepare, acknowledge, and dedicate your cards to your highest and most perfect intentions in a safe, quiet, comfortable place of your choosing with privacy and ample time, use a new white candle to be a taper pillar or tea light after opening and examining your cards, take each card one at a time and pass the card over the candle flow while stating an affirmation, then your name do this with every card one at a time an excellent invocation for this practice. With purity of intent and purpose, my name is Flying K. Please perform this invitation with heartfelt interest and genuine focus. Mirror two opens up. I see inside a soul. I'm gonna leave it at that. Mirror three opens up. It's Santissima. Santissima is staring right at me, and I am staring right back at her. The DT from another universe, another plane, another dimension. And she's so powerful. She has everything under control. And I'm bending at her will, I'm shaking convulsively on the ground. And she shows me a painting of an owl having a menthol cigarette while a cat is crawling nearby collecting cards. And she says to me in the softest, sweetest voice, Look in the mirror more, Flying K. Be proud of the person you're becoming. Be proud of the person you see. I said, Thank you, Santissima, Santa Muerte, whoever you are. I wake up. And I hadn't thought about that trip for a long time. Santissima and I parted ways I did not commit to her following I did not commit to her attachment the message was loud and clear and we understood each other since season two is all about integration did I need to integrate that Santissima trip I already did during the last episode on my microdose journey, I was in Twin Lakes, Colorado, and I came across Sarah Sherman with Interstellar Astrology. We had a brief interaction, and at the end of that conversation, I told her I would purchase a birth chart reading from her, something I had never done. These are excerpts from that birth chart reading
0: first thing i noticed about your chart was that moon on your cancer ascendant so the moon rules cancer and so for the ruler of the ascendant to be conjunct the ascendant is like a very powerful energetic placement that to me tells you that you're really psychic you've got really strong intuition you're really good at picking up on things like you can read people you can read emotions you can sense things before people even sense them You're really sensitive. You might have a hard time with crowds. Well, this is interesting. Cancer Moon and Cancer Rising is going to be sensitive to crowds, but a Sagittarius Sun is a total extrovert and is a life of the party. Sun-Neptune contacts just adds to your sensitivity. Sun-Neptune conjunctions, it's like you have one foot in this world and one foot in the spiritual world, and it just makes the material world an extra harsh place to be. It kind of almost makes you an honorary Pisces. The Sun-Neptune conjunction also makes it difficult to create a strong sense of self. There's a little bit of confusion about who you are and there's like a sense of self that's somewhat dissolving and it's just, there's a lot of frustrations around being in this harsh reality and having a strong sense of self that addiction is just something that tends to develop in response to this sensitivity and frustration. The issue of freedom in relationships is a big deal. You need to be with someone who's unpredictable. If someone's predictable and boring, you can't stand it. And if someone smothers you, you can't stand it. You need relationships that are exciting and full of surprises and allow space and freedom. Except Venus and Scorpio wants to go really deep and wants to be really intimate. The need for freedom and the need for really deep, powerful, transformative emotional connection, but also the need to not be bored and to get stuck in a stagnant sense of routine. I mean, it would take a really special person who's willing to go deep with you and give you your space and not bore you. Sagittarius, like, can only take so much heaviness. You need to lighten the mood and lighten the tension. Like, it's just your nature. And you're going to poke fun at things that are serious and heavy. You're going to make jokes. And it's not going to be appropriate. Like, people just need to understand that you're going to laugh in very tense situations because that's how you relieve tension. You're very much aware of the power of self-awareness, and you choicefully keep yourself somewhat hidden. People can know you for years, but never really know you with that some Pluto, because you kind of bury a part of yourself and you don't expose all of who you are. You're afraid if you expose all of yourself that you're going to be handing all of your power over to someone else. So someone can know you for years and years and never really know you with that some Pluto contact. With the Mars moon opposition, this is a difficult one. Um, It's The tension of the Mars moon, it's a what you want, what you desire sexually, and what you desire, it works against what you need emotionally. So you have to go back and forth between fulfilling a sexual desire versus fulfilling an emotional need, and it's usually one at the expense of the other. That is the only opposition in your chart. You value like the wisdom and the beauty of having kids and creating kids. I feel like you would have been fine without having kids because you're very free-spirited. However, with the Cancer moon and Venus in the fifth house, I think that you might have been missing something if you didn't have kids. You're a big thinker. With Mercury and Sagittarius, you're going to be very philosophical. And then Jupiter and Leo, like your philosophical thought process is just going to balloon and balloon and get bigger and bigger. But you really, really love... Philosophy and spirituality. Like with the sun in Sagittarius, you're already on a quest for spiritual truth. With Mercury, like you're mentally questing for spiritual truth of some kind. And Jupiter is also like you're so passionately driven to pursue philosophies that will expand your mental horizons and expand your larger understanding of life itself. And like you're just forever wanting to continue to like go beyond the horizon and find more truth. Expanding your mind is really so fun for you with Mercury in the fifth and Jupiter in the second. You're kind of a sucker for those really big eye-opening spiritual conversations. All of your planets are below the horizon except for the moon. Planets that are below the horizon, the expression of those planets remains somewhat hidden and beneath the surface. Like when you have planets above the horizon, it's it's easy for other people to see who you are and observe who you are and understand who you are because those energies are out there for the world to see. With all of your planets below the horizon, you're kind of a mystery and you're kind of buried and hidden. People can't quite observe you or see you. With a Pisces South Node, you might have been a mystical... Spiritual servant of some kind. Maybe you were a monk. Maybe you worked at a temple. Maybe you gave your life as a mystical servant. Um, And with Virgo, this is more of being a servant in the material world. You've mastered what it means to be a spiritual servant and to dedicate and devote yourself spiritually. And so you're bringing that with you as you're looking to be more of service in a material capacity.
1: Sometimes to act, to live is an act of courage. The highlights that I would like to point out about that astrology reading, right off the bat, she says, I'm a powerful, intuitive psychic. How do you strengthen your intuition? For me, it was the following, giving up alcohol, using psychedelics, meditating, beginning my tarot card reading journey. My Sagittarius Neptune conjunct with my Sagittarius Sun allows me to be one step in the physical world, one step in the spiritual world. Isn't that the definition of being a tarot card reader? When I ended the podcast for season one, I didn't think I was ever gonna record another episode. It was therapeutic for me to put that story out there. And I don't care if you listen to it or not, or when you found this podcast, I needed something to fulfill my time and direct my energy into. Recording these episodes is a lot of time and energy and learning the way of the tarot is more time and energy. I believe both the podcast and my abilities to be an intuitive psychic will make the world a better place. A better place than I found it. At least when I woke up from all the crap part of my service back to the earth, back to the universe, part of my major karmic path in life is my ability to serve, my counseling of the energy, my psychic proudness that I now possess. I feel that. I feel that ability that I carry with me day in and night out. Sometimes I can harness crazy amounts of energy and use it for the better of society in the world that we know it. When I created Let Freedom Trip, the idea behind it was if I could reach one person that was deep down inside the bottle, not fulfilling their true path in life, And if that story could set that one person on their correct path forward, that was the intention. You know what? I call that season a success because I pulled myself out and set me on the correct path. So how I became a tarot card reader, it's by harnessing the greatest gift that I was given to change the world. One tarot card at a time. I'm going to end on this. I am available as a tarot card reader to help guide your energy and your path forward to reach your greatest potential. You can find me at my website, www.flying-k.com. Or email me at letfreedomtrip at gmail.com. This is The Flying K. See you next time. From the core. Over and out.